Hello, listeners. Welcome to the Ijanoclast. I'm your host, John A. Lancaster. For today's episode, I'm going to be providing a clarification that hopefully demystifies some fundamental misunderstandings regarding poverty. The idea for this episode came from a quote attributed to Massachusetts Democratic Representative Ayanna Presley. It was tweeted by the legendary rapper Common about a week ago. It was, quote, Poverty is not naturally occurring. It is a policy choice, unquote. For those of us who are familiar with works of history and logically consistent evidence-based economics, it is obvious that this is untrue. But there are plenty of journalists, more than enough books, and an abundant amount of video content to hammer those weighty refutations. Since that problem is sufficiently taken care of, I'd like to focus on why I believe some people may be in agreement with Ayanna Presley's statement and carry similar beliefs. Also, given the level of detail and thoroughness economic policy analysis requires, and the availability of suitable materials that cover such analysis, my statements during this episode are going to be general, brief, and in passing, so not as to take up more time than necessary and detract from my main point. Anyway, my hypothesis, or hunch if you will, is rooted in the belief that some people are confusing natural with normal. I know the easiest and quickest way for the general public to find a definition is to Google it, and since I'm referring to the general public, I'll use Google-generated definitions for those two words. The definition of the adjective normal is conforming to a standard, usual, typical, or expected. The adjective natural is defined as existing in or caused by nature not made or caused by humankind. This version of natural has a second definition as well, which is of or in agreement with the character or makeup of or circumstances surrounding someone or something, as in sharks have no natural enemies. With these definitions at hand, it's easy to see that economic policy can normalize poverty. This is occurring to a certain extent in our present time within the United States. Remember, it was the state and local officials who decided which services were essential, shut down the rest of the services, threatened jail time for anyone who dared violate their oh-so-sacred emergency orders, and regulated countless amounts of otherwise productive Americans to government dependence. A growing number of Americans out of work and dependent on meager government handouts means that the occurrence of poverty will appear more and more frequently, and thus become typical or normal. Then, of course, there are the most popular examples used by economists, such as policies concerning welfare, which may disincentivize uh, seeking employment and encourage slovenly behavior due to lack of accountability, and exorbitantly high tax rates which drive businesses el elsewhere, leaving a dearth of jobs, and 
minimum wage laws that may lead to unemployment, etc., etc. These examples all follow the same line of reasoning. If the particular policy leads to an increase in the amount of impoverished people, then impoverishment becomes more common, and it can be said that the policy had a normalizing effect on poverty. If Presley had said that poverty is not normal, it's a policy choice, then it would be possible for her to be correct. All one would have to do is establish some conceivable benchmark of poverty, then confine the quote within the context of an area, say a nation, that has a population whose general standard of living is well above the poverty benchmark. Within that context, poverty would not be normal. The average person would be living above the poverty benchmark, and the logic behind policies having the potential to impoverish would still hold. So now that leaves us with the question of poverty being not naturally occurring. This is in no way correct. The origin of human beings was rooted in poverty. Food, clothing, and shelter had to be foraged and created. This required tools, which also had to be created. As time went on, it became normal to be born into a family that had some possessions, but at the starting point, i.e. the part existing in or caused by nature, not made or caused by humankind, remember the definition, there is nothing from nature automatically in human possession for human use. If we were to apply the second definition of natural, which was of or in agreement with the character or makeup of or circumstances surrounding someone or something, then it becomes clear that poverty is natural. If an individual possesses traits that makes that person either unemployable or unentrepreneurial, then there's a good chance that person will be impoverished. That may not be fair or egalitarian or equitable or whatever the new buzzword is, but it is true. If one has personal qualities that repel others from employing them or lacks the ability to produce and provide for their fellow man in a profitable manner, then all that's left is starvation, beggary, freeloading, and or thievery, all of which are closely associated with poverty. If anyone is interested in taking the logically consistent approach to studying poverty, the best method would be to figure out how some groups rose out of poverty instead of assuming a universally bountiful state of affairs. That's it for this episode of the Ijanoclast. The relevant links are in the description. If you enjoyed this episode of the Ijanoclast, you can help out by sharing on social media, leaving a like, and spreading the word. More of my work can be found on my website, johnalancaster.com, where I post my articles, curated videos, and spoken word poems on topics similar to those covered on the Ijano class. I've also rolled out some new merchandise, particularly two designs that are geared towards Black History Month. For those of you who are interested, go check it out. Thank you for listening. God bless.